and growing up, much of my life centered around food. Every memory of my childhood, both good and bad, was connected to food. When we were happy, we celebrated by eating. When we were sad, we consoled ourselves with comfort food. If I had a difficult day as a child, the antidote was cookies and milk or a piece of fresh pie. Living on five acres in the country, my dad grew a huge vegetable garden. My mom loved to cook, and we all loved to eat. Eating was our entertainment, and we had huge meals every night. In fact, our handmade 14-foot dining table made of a single four-inch slab of redwood was the largest piece of furniture in our house. It dominated our home, and our family life revolved around the meals we shared together. Blessed with good health, a high metabolism, and an active life, I could eat everything I wanted and as much as I wanted and never gain a pound. When I married Kay, I was as thin as a flagpole, even though I rarely exercised and ate junk food constantly. I paid no attention to my health. Then, in 1980, at age 25, I became the founding pastor of Saddleback Church in Southern California. As the church rapidly grew to thousands of members, I worked long days, ate meals on the run, and spent hours sitting while leading meetings, counseling people, and studying for sermons. I began adding a few pounds every year, but because my energy remained high and I didn't care much about appearance, I ignored my growing health problem. By 2010, I was severely overweight. Ironically, over the past decade, I had sent nearly 21,000 of our church members overseas to 196 countries to serve the sick and the poor through a program we developed called the Peace Plan. The C of the Peace stands for Care for the Sick, and our members had compassionately cared for the health of others around the world who were suffering from poor nutrition, poor water, malaria, and HIV-AIDS but I ignored my own declining health and that of my own members. That baptism was my wake-up call to the health issues in my life and in the lives of those in our congregation. I knew drastic changes were needed, so I began educating myself about preventative health. What I learned shocked me. For the first time in history, as many people are suffering from the result of too much food as malnutrition, while millions of people suffer from not having enough to eat, millions are struggling with the effects of being overweight. Seven in ten Americans are overweight. Diabetes, heart disease, and other lifestyle-based diseases now kill more people than infectious diseases worldwide. The next Sunday, I stood before my congregation and made this public confession. Friends, I've been a poor steward of my health and a terrible example for you. While we've been helping many around the world, I've ignored the problem here at home. So today I am publicly repenting, and I ask for your forgiveness. God expects us to take care of the bodies He has given us, but I have not done that. Now, I've only gained two to three pounds a year, but I've been your pastor for 30 years, so I need to lose 90 pounds. Do any of you want to join me in getting healthy? The audience responded with sustained applause. 
Honestly, I expected that maybe a couple hundred people would join me in my quest to get healthy. So I was overwhelmed when more than 12,000 Saddleback Church members signed up that day. Now, I needed a plan. It had to be simple, inexpensive, and scalable. Since I was preaching that day about a man in the Bible named Daniel, who refused to eat junk food and challenged a king to a health contest, I named the program The Daniel Plan. Since I knew nothing about getting healthy, I recruited three nationally known doctors, Dr. Daniel Amen, Dr. Mark Hyman, and Dr. Mehmet Oz, to coach me in getting healthy and help me design the Daniel Plan to be used in our church. All three doctors graciously volunteered their expertise and time for free because they care about our health. Over the first year of the Daniel Plan, Saddleback members collectively lost more than 250